You are listening to episode 194 of This is Type 1. Today we're talking about how to exercise when it feels hard. Jesse, take it away. All right. As some of you guys may know, I am kind of a gym rat person now, which I'm totally happy with. But that just means that being type 1 diabetic, there was a couple of challenges I also had to overcome going to the gym. So today, Colleen and I are going to talk about how to be motivated to go to the gym or somewhere you kind of don't want to go and maybe feel unmotivated to go to. And here's some tips that I found that made me want to go to the gym more. Finding a gym buddy, and this can be anybody, honestly. My brother and I have gone to the gym. We made contests out of it, like who could lift the most weights, who could run the farthest on the treadmill. Oh yeah, we are very competitive. We definitely overdid it sometimes, but that's okay because we found each other to go to the gym with. And then being on a rugby team, I already have a bunch of people who already want to go to the gym and get better at stuff. So definitely like bringing your friends, family, even coworkers to go to like a spin class or a workout class, somebody to go with you who will is willing to text you to be like, hey, let's go to the gym today. Or you can text them and be like, hey, let's go to the gym. I just had a comment that I liked how you mentioned coworkers. Yeah. Because someone that I work with, we just got to talking because I'm friends with him now and found out that he goes to a climbing gym. And one of the trips that I went down to Denver for, I brought my climbing gear and I went to the climbing gym with him. So I got to actually climb with him for the first time climbing in like a long time, but I was able to go because (laughs) one, we talked about it and two, I had the climbing gear. Exactly. So if you find somebody who also wants to do something like maybe not lift weights or running, but wants to, has like similar hobbies, like a lot of people do spin classes. A lot of people do Pilates together, you know, something where you can like have some shared commonality too really helps as well. And then another thing is if you go to the gym enough, you will start to make friends. I have done that. I I definitely are is still I am continuing to do that. But the more often you go, the more regulars you'll see, especially if you go at the same time every day. Because most people will go, get out of school, get out of work, and they'll just go to the gym. So if you're one of those people who also goes to the gym at the same time every day, you'll notice the same people are in there. And it's okay to be like, hey, I noticed you're in here a lot. My name's so-and-so. What's yours? And then strike up a conversation like that. Ask them how they started to go to the gym. Ask them how long they've been going to that gym for. And you'll make friends like that too. If you are introverted and don't necessarily want to talk to people, another good option is to make a really good playlist to motivate yourself to go. So mine's a bunch of like Post Malone and Maneater and like a lot of more rap and upbeat music. But honestly, if you like Beethoven and you think you can get a good workout in listening to Beethoven, absolutely do it. Like absolutely go for it. My business coach told us that he ran a test between like that upbeat kind of music that he typically works out to and a playlist of just motivational talks. And his output actually increased more on the motivational talks than they did on all the upbeat music. So if uh, you're looking for a little bit more variety, you can try that out. Yeah. Listening to podcasts is also a great idea. Like if it's something that's interesting to you and you can listen to for like an hour, maybe two. Definitely go for that. And then not only does it make you feel like you're not 
alone, but it also gets you out of your head a little bit more. All right. And then next is take your protein or your caffeine and then immediately just go to the gym. Like protein powder or, you know, some people do energy drinks and they just immediately go to the gym afterwards and they get a lot of stuff done that way because you're not only putting intention behind what you're doing, but you're also doing something with a purpose to do something with a purpose. So even if you just go to the gym and walk for 10 minutes and turn around and go home, that's still something. And you're still doing like taking a caffeine or taking protein to motivate yourself to go. So that's a good motivator too. And then it also gets you in the habit of, oh, do I need to take a daily supplement? I can take that right before I go to the gym. It gets you in these habits of putting your health first and putting like going to the gym first. One thing that my next point is leaning into gym culture. And this can go one of two ways. Either you can get in on the really cool side of gym culture where everybody's lifting, everybody's hanging out. It's not a big deal. Or you can get on like some sort of side of TikTok where you have to do something specifically and it's kind of toxic. And then no one really wants to point it out because you're going to the gym. Well, it's okay to lean into the good the sides of gym culture that you want to. Like maybe you don't want to take pre-workout. Maybe you just want to run. Maybe you just want to lift weights. Either way, all of those are a good option and a good thing too. So even if you just pick and choose what you want to do when it comes to a specific type of like aspects of the gym, that's okay. Like just lean into what you want to when it comes to the gym. It sounds like getting exposed to gym culture might take going to the gym for a while before you like pick up on the different types of things that people do. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you'll see it too. Well, some things you'll see immediately, like people who just do the treadmills or just do the elliptical and then go home or just lift weights and then go home. I'm one of the people who just lift weights and go home because I don't like running, but you'll see it too. Like some people get really toxic. Some people get like bring their partners with them to the gym, which can be really fun. But at the same time, you can definitely just go for like a couple of weeks and then you'll start to notice like who you want to hang out with more, who you don't want to be like, and you'll get to notice like what they're doing to improve themselves. And then you can even mimic that too. Wearing a cute outfit definitely really helps and or wearing a matching set. Gymshark, if you're listening, please sponsor me because they're an athletic company that has the cutest stuff that I've always wanted to like buy myself. They're very expensive, but it's cute stuff. So, and it's okay. So, the thing about wearing a cute outfit to the gym is that not only do you look cute, you feel confident, and you're also wearing gym clothes to go to the gym. So, it helps with like a sense of belonging. It helps with like a sense of, I feel confident in what I'm doing. And you feel good while you're working out because. Or at least you feel like you look good. Sometimes when you go to the gym, you don't always feel the greatest because you just want to go home and take a nap. But wearing a cute outfit definitely like helps with the whole sense of confidence most of the time and stuff like that. So definitely wear a cute outfit. Get yourself some cute sneakers, cute, cute little crop top, exercise pants. I just went to the Gymshark website. And oh, first God. of all, Gymshark makes me think of the song Baby Shark. Just going to say. <laughs> but also, it, they have a 10% student discount site-wide. Oh, well, maybe I will be buying myself a <laughs> end-of-semester present from them. That would be really nice. There you go. Just a little gym outfit for myself. 
also that and like if you don't always feel comfortable like showing off your pump or having your neo or your side exposed there's ways that you can wear like there's different options you can wear to the gym so like say your patches on your leg you can wear biker short like longer biker shorts you can wear leggings if it's on your stomach just don't wear a crop top wear higher waisted pants so there's always options to how comfortable you can make yourself feel too when it comes to your clothing I take off my pump, though I keep it with me. When it comes to the gym, I just thought I'd mention that because sometimes people will take their pumps off and leave them in their gym bags. I don't do that. I feel like that's kind of a dangerous game unless you're taking your gym bag with you, just in case. All right. And then my next point is go to a workout class. Surprisingly enough, workout classes can be a lot of fun. Now, this can include yoga. This can be a weightlifting class, cycling, Pilates, There's a whole lot of them that you can go to and really get into as well. Or even going to a friend's workout class. So say you have a friend who goes to Pilates every single day, same time, Monday through Friday. Go with them for one day out of the week or even just try it. Let them know, hey, I heard you do Pilates. I would like to try Pilates. So you can definitely do that kind of stuff where you can go and join somebody's class for a day and then decide if you like it or not. Or if you don't like it, you can go try something else too, but at least you're going. At least you are you did it. You can say that you've done it. Signing up to go to a class with friends also kind of takes the nervousness out of it. Yes. The, like One of the only cl- actual classes I went to in college was ballroom dancing. And oh. I coerced two of my friends to go with me, both men. And so I got to practice dancing with people I was comfortable with. And that really helped. Yeah. That's always huge because then not only do you not feel judged, but you also don't have to talk to other people you don't know as well, which is huge. So this is one that I like to talk about. It's called the runner's high. I used to get this a lot when I ran cross country in high school. It's your post euphoric feeling from a workout or from running around or from doing something. It's so when you're running, you have a lot of lactic acid in your blood and a lot of lactic acid in your muscles, which causes you to feel really heavy and like you're breathing really hard and stuff like that. So the runner's high is the dissolving of the lactic acid within your muscles and then a dopamine increase in your brain, which is why people feel really good after working out is because of that automatic dopamine increase in their brains and in their bodies. So, and that happens most every time you work out. Runners get it like pretty, pretty good after they run because of how fast their bodies are moving and how fast that they can like dissipate the lactic acid. But even I get that after rugby practices or even after working out with weights as well. And then my next one is look at what your goals are. So if your goal is to lose weight and you're eating really well, or maybe you're not focusing so much on the eating well, as long as you look at your like exercise goal every single day, like My goal right now, well, for me personally, my goal is go to rugby practice, work out as hard as I can. And then when I'm at practice, my goal is to, instead of walk everywhere, like different stations, is to jog or run places and be set when my coaches need me to be. Those are my goals. As long as I do that, I'm a happy camper. But even if I don't for one day, that's okay because you people do get exhausted. You get tired and that's all right. But definitely looking at your goals and visualizing and actually seeing, this is what I'm committing to. This is what my goal is. And writing down what your steps are to get there. That's huge. That'll help you out a lot. One that I started doing this semester is putting it as 
part of my to-do list so I can check it off at the end of the day because I have such a bad, not bad habit, but I have such a habit now where I write down everything that I need to get done in a day. And I literally go through my day and check things off. So go to a class I don't like, go do a homework assignment I don't want it to, go to rugby practice, make myself dinner. Like literally we'll check off just my daily routine just so I know I got it done. And then I can keep track. There's something to be said about the dopamine hit that you get from checking a box or crossing something out. I mean, I'm that kind of person who will add something to my list that I've already done just so I can cross it out. I've definitely done that a lot. (laughs) So much. So bad. All right. And then get yourself a favorite snack or a favorite drink after you're done working out. My favorite is to get in... If I'm working out during the day, my favorite is to get an iced coffee. If I have a rugby tournament that I just got done with, my favorite is to literally replenish all of the carbs that I worked off that day. So like a sub sandwich, firehouse subs with a Diet Coke and salt, sea salt chips. That's my go-to. That makes me so happy at the end of a rugby weekend. Like, oh, I'm so excited. We're going to Utah this weekend. And that's all I've been thinking about is like the post-tournament food. It just, it just, it hits so different because you know, you earned it. You know, you worked a lot. You know, you worked really hard for it too. So even getting yourself like a small snack or like, Hey, I really like this pasta salad. Well, go get yourself your pasta salad after you get done working out. Make yourself happy. You should make yourself feel like you've accomplished something when you're working out. All right. And then remember that you will always feel better with your workout once you're done. You're not always pushing as hard as you think you are, but when you are pushing yourself, you feel like you're going to die, which is okay. That's normal. Everybody feels that way. But just remember that maybe five or 10 minutes after you're done working out, it's a really good feeling. Not only do you feel accomplished, but you did something that day. And then you feel like you could do it all over again within 10, 20 minutes, probably an hour. Within that last hour post-workout, you were really going for it and you're really you really feel good. And though I would say a couple of things to be cautious about when you're exercising is the first that you shouldn't can overcommit yourself. So example, doing a cycling class and lifting weights in the same day can get to be a lot. So don't be too hard on yourself if you don't if you really just can't go, if you don't want to go to the gym, that's okay. For example, Right now with rugby going on, it's a lot on my body. Like I'm cut up, I'm bruised, I'm scratched, I'm in pain. And that's just like from practices. That's not even considering our tournaments. So for me right now, not overcommitting is not lifting weights. So I haven't even been lifting weights for the last couple of weeks because I'm committing myself to working as hard as I do at practices. So um, for me, I don't really go to the gym except to maybe run or walk on the treadmill. And that's usually when I'm on travel. Although I am thinking about getting back into going to the gym because I did go to the gym a while ago and I went to the gym when I was in college. And I would like to get back into weightlifting and doing my body some favors now that I'm over 30. Yay. (laughs) But in general, I don't really go to the gym. But like I said, I will probably get back into it. For me, listening to my body is really the key thing. There have been several days where I know I will feel better if I go out and go on a walk. And sometimes I will do that. But there's also days where I want to go on a walk, but my blood sugar is just constantly low. And so I can't. 
And so listening to what my body is telling me about what I can or can't do or what I should or shouldn't do has really been helpful. And sometimes I might just do yoga in the apartment instead of going outside. And that's just what my body has told me to do. Another thing, especially for hiking weekends, is remembering that I will feel better after hiking. Not necessarily immediately right after, but for the rest of the day or the next day, there's whatever the hormone is that makes you feel good. can't remember. There's <laughs> so many of them. But that is typically heightened after exercise, no matter what you're doing. But for me, I love hiking and just getting out in nature really helps. Another thing is to make it part of your routine. That one can be tough for some people because a lot of people get stuck on routines needing to be something you do every single day at the exact same time at that um, exact same time that day. And if you can't do it every day or at that time, then why bother? But there's something to be said for making your routine more flexible, like something you do three times a week or five times a week and flexible enough that you can still move things around if you need to. So maybe making weekly plans rather than daily plans. And once it's part of a routine, then as Jerry Seinfeld says, your only job is to not break the chain. So just keep the chain going of, uh, of your streaks. Another thing related to that is committing to exercise as part of your daily must-dos. So if you are a follower of Michael Hyatt or the Full Focus System, then you know about the big three. Anybody who does any kind of product, like listening to productivity podcasts, knows about making yourself a list of things that I have to get done today. And if I get these three things done today, then I count my day as a win. And if you need to make exercise one of those three things until you make it part of just who you are, then do it. There's no, no harm in, in trying it out. And then my last tip here is don't rely strictly on motivation because motivation is like a hummingbird. It will kind of flit into your life and give you this huge burst of energy, typically before you go to bed. And then as soon as you get up in the morning and for like, oh, I had this huge jolt of motivation to get up early and go to the gym, it's gone. <laughs> so if you ever roll out of bed and wonder what happened, that's what. You were relying on motivation to carry you through when all it really is is a hummingbird. And you've seen how fast hummingbirds fly. They just dive right in and then they flee. So don't rely on motivation. Any final words, uh, Jesse? I don't think so, but your call to action this week, you guys, is share what you're currently doing for exercise. Share it with us. Just tell us what you're doing. Is it yoga? Is it exercise? Playing soccer? Are you on a team? How do you get yourself motivated to go to the gym or a workout class? You should let us know and we'll let other people know who are having a hard time with this too. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face -face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.